Hey, welcome back to Intimate Interactions. Let's get back to discussing the ways we share love and intimacy with our fellow humans. Relationships, kink, polyamory, group sex, it's time to unlearn stigma and live our best lives as our best selves. All thanks to my amazing Patreon supporters. Intimate Interactions has no ads but this one. If you want to keep it that way, you can go to patreon.com slash victorsalmon. You get access to exclusive premium content like all of my coping with jealousy stuff. And hey, if that makes you jealous of my patrons, it sounds like it might be time to sign up. Free resources are available at victorsalmon.com slash resources, and book recommendations are at intimatepodcast.com forward slash books. Also, my Patreon supporters don't have to listen to this ad. Now, let's talk about the episode. Hey, Intimates. Today, I'm recording another session with my mother. We dive deeper into her relationships with her parents in the 50s and 60s. We talk a little more about the early parts of her marriage. We talk about her university exams. And a lot of this information is actually new information to me, which is really neat for me. We get sidetracked a bunch, and as always, my mother's words can be a little nonlinear, sometimes due to anxiety. I have sent the recordings to my mother, sister, and brother to get their approval before publishing, just to ensure anything they wanted edited out got edited out. And as always, if you like the episode, of course, please tell your friends, or better still, take a few minutes to write us a quick review and help other relationship and intimacy nerds find us. There's also going to be noise on the recording, both because... It was not an ideal recording um, environment. I don't have a professional studio, and there was a leaf blower outside, much to my chagrin. Also, my mother charmingly gestures wildly with her hands at times, which means occasionally you hear some of this. That kind of mic noise tends to happen just because of the way her hands are swinging around. Please do keep in mind... This is experimental content for me. My relationship with my mom is complex and riddled with intergenerational trauma. It's still a relationship between a mother and child, though. As such, it's a critically important relationship for me, and in being vulnerable and transparent about that, hopefully you can see a little more about where I come from and how I relate to intimacy. My relationship with her informs my anxiety and how I struggle to experience strong family connections. In the absence of those relationships, it makes a lot of sense how I found so much comfort in relationship anarchy. It really gives me the permission I need to forge intense or intimate relationships with non-sexual or non-romantic partners. In a sense, relationship anarchy for me was a recipe for building a really strong found family. And on that note, enjoy the episode. Yeah, that's the way I looked after my brother. And he was very attached. He would listen to me. I'm like a second mother. But it's not fair to your sibling, older Mm -hmm. sibling. I was still a baby myself. Mm -hmm. Okay, go for next. So how did your brothers deal with your... I mean, because you said Babu avoided dealing with trauma. But like, how did your brothers deal with the strife in your parents' relationship? I don't think it says trauma. Sure. For them. Okay, well, Ravi was but quite is, young. Yeah, but I don't think he remember anything. Right, Babu right. should. Right. But Babu is a type of person, very rarely you trust anyone to say anything. Right. So he's very private. Yeah. And he also have of uh, living somewhere else one year without any parents and because of... Uh, Tell me more about that, living somewhere else without oh. any parents. That's a sad thing. My father was treated him like a baby. 
right. all that time. All of a sudden, he's in school. Mm-hmm. You want him to do well because I'm doing well. Mm. So he wanted him to go to this Pacheyapas College. Okay. So he found the middle school from the same university. It's in Paris. Oh, I don't know whether you remember. From my house to Paris, he had to bike. We're talking about a my sub-district of Chennai. Yes. Okay. You know uh, where the beach train goes? Yeah. That is Paris. Yeah. And he would, that's quite a ways from my house. That's where the Higginbotham's is. And how do they pronounce oh, it? Oh, Higginbotham's it's is Yigin, Mount Rose. Higginbotham's? Higginbotham's. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different, it's a it's British It's an interesting, name. interesting pronunciation. Higginbotham's. I think it's, it's Higgins Botham's. Oh, Higgins. Well, like H-I-G-G-I-N-S Higgins, is, is Higgins. Right? Yeah. But how do they say it in South India? Higgins. They don't say that. They say like yikin bottoms. Oh, well, Anyways, it's okay. Well, it's different compared to you. But anyway, he was not into. He had unfortunately my mom's brain. Okay. That's because <laughs> straight from the sister's mouth. It, it puts him to sleep in the class. Yeah, that's fair. And he didn't eat properly. Yeah, that makes it hard. Uh, you know, just a little bit of rice with the yogurt and salt is not a meal. Mm-hmm. That's common. Yeah. And then uh, you had to cycle. You didn't have energy. Right. But anyway, Babu went to school and he's always hovered over mom and dad. So he can do whatever he want. And he thought, oh, I don't have to study. And then my father started to tutor him. He doesn't have a patient. Right. And every time he made some mistake, it'll hit him hard like this. Like with his fist? Oh, yeah, on the head. Ouch. Oh, I got it when I was four. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, I was four. I'm not in school. My father makes sure when he gets up in the morning, he better not catch you doing anything. And my mom is another lazy person. We lived in a place, the water comes, you get it, all the water filled up till next morning. Right. For the toilet, for the cooking, for the drinking, everything that water. So you fill up everything. Oh, I tell you, you kids do not have idea of being a kid. In India. You got everything. In the 50s. Yeah. But anyway, what I do is I get up early morning with my mom. Mm -hmm. And then I help her. I'm a helping type. Okay. I'm trying to carry the... Because you have to go water way behind. And it comes from a city hall, and you have to. We lived in a place when I was young. It's twelve family lives there. Mm-hmm. We were renting mm-hmm. uh, before we bought the house, and it's all open. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows everybody's business. It's not like. So I was carrying one time. My dad caught me. Oh no! He just getting up. He saw me carrying water. That's it. He got so angry. Your job is not this. You're supposed to be. And I have a little slate mm-hmm. and I have to write and I still have that habit I would start in this I'll end up in there like you'd start at the top at the top of the line top and then cor- you would slowly corner and you'd bend down to the, the right. bottom yeah, instead as of you, writing here. so instead of writing straight across you would kind of like st- no I'd go down. this way Right. right, our alphabets, mm-hmm. you have to have this way so that... You're talking about it making a table, so putting all the consonants down one side and then doing all the vowels across the top, and, and then, then they um, mate together to make 250-something characters, right? We're talking I, about Tamil written script. Tamil written script and tables. Right. I knew all 12 tables, all 256 letters Right. by that time when I'm five, 
Right. I'm not quite five yet. He's putting me in school when I'm four. Right. Olden days, they don't take you. They make you to touch your ear. Until you can touch your opposite ear. Yeah. Right. Uh, you can't, you're not five yet. Huh. So here he was, first he took me. Of course, they wouldn't take me. Then they dressed me up differently, ascended with some relative. Then my mom took me, third time. And the principal recognized me by now. You've seen you in three different outfits. And said, you, your parents were so desperate, I have to take you. And they couldn't deny me because I could write all the alphabet. Right. I can uh, recite A, B, C, D. Right. And then I could do all the tables. So do you mean in English? English, you could, you A, B, C, D, You could yeah. recite the English alphabet song. No, just the alphabet, A, B, C, D. Oh, you, could, you knew the English alphabet and the uh, Tamil alphabet. Oh, yeah, my father makes sure that I knew it. Mm-hmm. But that's the way parents were. Mm-hmm. Education comes first. Even some of the Indian descent here, mm-hmm. ethnic origin, mm-hmm. when you talk to the, par- uh, the children, they'll tell you education is everything, mm-hmm. whether you're a boy or girl. But they tried to shove into Uncle Babu's throat. And one day my mom was gone somewhere mm-hmm. and I was gone somewhere. He got caught up with my father all by himself. My father beat him so badly. Uh, he beat him on his back. Or I don't know what he did. He kicked. I didn't know who it was. You just knew that there was an altercation. Yeah. And then he got so upset. He walked and there's a train track. You don't remember my old house. I vaguely do. We went there once. Yeah. But um, they stopped for uh, the signal. He jumped in the train. It's an Andhra train. He didn't know where he's going. He didn't have money. It's just he didn't to a different, have clothes. To he a different was just state. so upset. He didn't know who to talk to. This has been going on months. How it's old was abuse. he? Oh, God. jeez. Oh, How old were you? I may be 16, so he may be 10 or 11. Right, because he was like four years younger than you, four yeah. or five years. And he went in there. We searched everywhere for a year. We couldn't find him. Yeah, it sounds he like it lost. was. It sounds like it was completely abusive. Completely gone. We didn't know those days. We didn't know whether he was missing because somebody took him. Right. But in my father's heart, he knew he took it too far. We didn't know. Right. Till he came and told us. Right. And he only would talk to my mom. He won't talk to me. But you'd overhear. Um, yeah, my mom will tell me or telling somebody else. But in my own house, I think I wasn't really treated like I'm an important person. Only thing is I'm a tool to, uh, they relive their life on me. Right. This is a common in India. Parents can't get it done. In their own lives. In their own life. They'll vicariously live through their children. English people do that too. I mean, I'm sure a lot of parents yeah, do. Yeah, your dad does. But it also puts a pressure on the child. It depends upon how the child takes that. Sure. I took it seriously, whatever my... I understood in a... Anyway, you want to know about Babu. Right. I did not want... <laughs> I'm used to going out of track. Yeah. But anyway, he jumped in. We couldn't find him for a year. My right. house was ripped apart. Because nobody's really... My mom was crying all the time. It's her first son. Right. Of course, she had Ravi. Wait, she, she has had, a backup son. Yeah, but uh, Ravi was another spoiled one. 
But anyway, uh, so what happened was one day I was alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, what, 16 or something. How much gone in? Uh, no, you're good. Okay. Um, this guy came in and he says he's Babu's friend. Okay. And I'm really smart, even though those days I never watched mysteries, <laughs> right. no TVs. Sure. But he came in and I asked him to sit down. My parents weren't there. I'm not supposed to do it. I gave him a water and he said, I came from Babu. And I asked him, where did you meet him? And he said, I'm coming from Andhra. I worked with him. And I said, uh, how about I go and phone my parents? And then um, they would love to talk to you. So I gave him a coffee and I ran to the wherever the phone was available, called the police and said, this, my brother was missing for a year. This guy showed up from nowhere and telling he was my brother's friend. Of course, they took him to the police station. They beat him up to get the... Oh, geez. Because they don't know whether he's there for something. Right. Then uh, they made him show where Uncle Babu was. He was still in jail. My father catched the next train, went there, found a Babu who's like a grown-up man. He's like tall like you. He went like this. Right. And it was hard. But he was eating well. He was working in the restaurant. And his nature was he'll do whatever you ask him to do. Mm-hmm. So that, and he spoke Telugu. So that sort of helped him. And he never, he blocked everything. He never wrote a letter. He never let us anyone. I don't know what went into his little mind. Like he literally just never told anyone where he was or anything. Nobody knew he's from Tamil Nadu. Wow. Everybody thought he was an orphan. Wow. It's common in India if, uh, if it's a wedlock baby. Leave the baby. A baby out of wedlock. Baby out of wedlock, yeah. yeah. And uh, that baby is always abandoned in the orphan. It happened right. here too, ages ago, per sure. people, teen people. But anyway. Um, so he just didn't communicate with you whatsoever. So he left probably around I 10 or 11. He, yeah. And then when did he come back? He was like 15, you said? A year and a half later, yeah. So probably he, like 13. When he left, he was... Uh, 11, I think. He okay, came he probably in came back like 13, 13, 14. And he's a big man. Of course, the tradition, he did not, even now, I think he did not have that love and affection to anyone. Right. Because he managed to wipe that out of... Well, just like what sense of family would you have? Uh, at that time? Like what sense of family could he have kept if he literally left All his birth family? All he thought was mom and dad are supposed to really pamper him. Uh, it didn't happen. All of a sudden, when he's not studying, right? he got given physical abuse. That's what right. you call it nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the, the parents really thought those days, you have to straighten up your kids. Right. The education is the important thing for my dad. Every parent might have a different thing in their life. Mm-hmm. But some parents, if they're former, they want their children to be a farmer. Right. It was a traditional practice in India, but not here. Right. But nowadays, all the people think, parents think, no, I slaved all my life as a barber. I don't want my son to be a barber. Right. I don't want him to take over. I want him to be a doctor. Right. Right. But anyway, that's how it goes with the Babu. And when he came back, I don't think he ever uh, developed that uh, affectionate. 
towards even to my mother. I think that's one of the key things my mother suffered in Uncle Ravi's hand, right? right? But what else you want to ask? Uh, no, that was all the questions I had. I just wanted to ask you about what it was like taking care of your siblings. Yeah. You answered that's, that. Yeah, that's... Uh, my younger sister, I didn't take care of that much after Ravi. Did you Did you get a chance to take care of her at all? Yeah, you carry for fun, but I burnt out myself with Ravi. Right. Ravi to... would not let me go anywhere. Right, because you were trying to take care of Ravi when my your mother was in the hospital. Yeah. And then she, she came back, he wouldn't go to her right. because she looked, all the pale skin was gone. She was all scarred. Burnt, yeah. Um, the burnt scar was very deep. Yeah. Um, so when did she get pregnant with your youngest sister? Oh. Ravi must have been like a year and a quarter. Year and a half, I would think. Yeah. So, so then by that Ravi time, the baby was two and born. a half, roughly. Yeah, yeah. But the Ravi only looked after me. When I'm gone to school, I don't know what he did, mm -hmm. uh, because my focus was always on the studies. I want to learn things. Right. Um, I want to be a teacher, and so I want to do all the things. Was your mom just, like, not taking care of your youngest daughter? Or, sorry, of her She did, daughter? but she still didn't realize the baby need water in her. You have to give a spoon of sugar water or something in just between feeding. Just to keep them feeding. hydrated. Uh, that's the reason when she died, they have to take her to hospital. They give her a whole bottle of glucose. She'll take it in. Second bottle, she'll die. All my sisters have died like that. Where they took like one one bag of plasma, like of Not a plasma, IV? it's an IV, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was like a sugary water, I think. Right. Because she was dehydrated. Right. But my mom told me later all her daughters died that way. Wow. And the only one survived. And when she gets really upset and she says, how come you didn't die? Wow. That, that common thing. Anything goes wrong with her life, it's my fault. If you're not alive, I'll kill myself. I don't know where she got that idea. And um, I guess it's the friends you keep. I mean, yeah. I mean, or her mother. She didn't right? have mother. A stepmother is not going to tell. Right. If you come here, we have to look after you the rest of your life. You can come and stay there two days. That's it. Mm -hmm. My uh, grandfather would not confront the father, son-in-law. Right. He want to be respected. Right. And he would tell my mom, it's your fate. That's what happens. That's what God written in your head. You have to deal with it. So her mother that died and she couldn't live with her father because her father couldn't take care of her? No, no, she's married and gone to a different house. We're talking about your mother. My mother, yeah. Married she's married to my father. And living with your father. If physical abuse got too much for my mom, she would go back to her parents. She'll run off to her parents. And her parents would say, if See, you stay here more than two days. Yeah, technically, parents will intervene and do some sort of a peace process. Right. Her parents didn't do it because. My father was cousin to a stepmother, mm -hmm. so she would not tell anything bad about her cousin, mm -hmm. son-in-law. So she would tell him, no, that's your house now. You don't come and stay here. You go back there, fix things. Mm -hmm. And that, that that's common in every 
uh, women who get married to a bad, but they were they can't come back and say you arranged this marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you can't. You just, you just have to find a way life. of doing it. Some women are not uh, up to doing deal with it. Mm-hmm. They just want to end their life, <coughs> right? They would advise my mom that. Right, like just kill yourself. Yeah. She will try and do that, hang herself, and somebody will come and my father would... I didn't realize. Yeah. I was very young. I remember taking my father taking my mom off of the rope. Off the noose. Uh, put it in an auto rickshaw, and I had a high fever, and I'm wearing this sweater. I have no idea. He's taking my mom to the hospital. Right. Make sure she's okay. Right. And she's done it. And then... Everything is okay for a couple of months. Because she didn't have um, organization, mm-hmm. right? And she doesn't want to cook. Um, you have to do wash clothes by hand, right? She had a maid to wash it, but she doesn't want to put it away in a certain way. And then, of course, the husband is a military person. He has everything has to be folded in such a way, ironed, he had rules and regulations, right? Mm-hmm. This is what happens when they have arranged marriage. And if she is not going to learn from him, it's too much for her. Because she's never taught how to put things away, how to do cooking, how to organize, uh, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But that can, that was the olden days. And... Finally, she stopped after she burned. She says, the God want me to live in this world. That's mm-hmm. why he's not taking me. That's mm-hmm. her counseling, her own counseling. Right. And after that, she didn't try anything. Do you suspect that the oven fire was a suicide attempt? In my head, I am. Yeah. yeah. Because if you got burnt accidentally, immediately you scream. You want someone to help you. Right. Instead, she was trying to do this. To put off her, sorry, got all burnt, right? Right. And she was trying to put everything off. All her skin is coming up. Oh, jeez. Burnt badly. She's still doing it. She didn't get up and say, oh, I'm burning. So when everything went... So literally, was, she just seemed to try and deal she with was, it on uh, her own. Sorry. No, you're okay. Literally, she was standing up. Right. The fire is going from the feet to her head. Right. Uh, it got... We really, th- I really thought in that age she died. Right. She'd never come back. And if my father would have poured water or, but um, the olden days, they would do their shopping for a week. Mm-hmm. So she got all kinds of oil, uh, sesame geez. oil. People who came from next door neighbor, they opened up all the oil poured all over her. Why? To cool, to cool but they didn't understand. It'll infect her. Oh, this was after she was put out. Yeah, my dad just rolled her over, hugged her, rolled her over. Right, and that to put out the fire. Yeah, because he had a training in the military, he knows right. how to put off. Right, how to Normal put man wouldn't have. But he was also wearing a synthetic shirt, which yeah, he's going to work right. To it was, he just came from Singapore. Yeah. So he had a Singapore shirt. Rest of the time, he had this cotton khaki uniform. It's so hot. Of course, the synthetic shirt would be hot, too. But what happened, this one is a polyester one. It burnt on him, on his chest, 
on his arm, wherever the shirt was touching. Then the other thing what they do is they go and cut the banana tree, bring that bark and put that bark juice on the fire to cool it. On the fire, on the burn? On the burn, yeah. Got you. Yeah, burnt skin. Yeah. And he did all that. He didn't think of anything. And when you say when you say cool, you mean in an Ayurvedic sense. You you don't mean temperature wise. You mean to cool temperature it. Temperature wise and the Ayurvedic type. Both. Okay. Because Both. okay, she really got burnt the time. Like quite deep. Uh, it took her three days. I think it took a week for them to find a pulse. She had no place to check pulse. There was a young student came in. She. Fu- You're okay. Sorry. You're fine. She found out her pulse somewhere here. She's the only one who got educated, even though she's new. They were desperately looking for pulse because Mm -hmm. she's still unconscious. When I saw her, it was three days, four days after, she got blister all her arm, both Mm -hmm. her arm. And uh, her, uh, you know, where the ankle bone is? Yep. It's visible. Oh, jeez. She got burnt that bad. That's awful. And they have to take... Uh, and you saw flush. this when you were a kid. I'm nine, yeah. Yeah, that's really yeah, rough. Yeah. It took her a while, but I lived on the same house by myself. Taking care of your... Taking care of the little boy. Of your, like, four-year-old and brother and your eight-month-old brother. Yeah, four-year-old was not... He would never... Even now, Mark is same... Uh, not Mark. Mar, Babu. Babu. Sleep. He sleeps like Mark and Dea. Geez, you know, in some ways, you had an eldest daughter, and then you had a middle son, and then you had a youngest son. Yeah. Like, it almost, it's very similar. My Singapore auntie was the same. It's hereditary, right? I, I mean, possibly. Yeah, could be. There's, there's a contributor for gender. For her, it's different because she had two sons. I, I don't know whether you remember Rajendra. Yes. Chandra's brother. Yes, we did You're go the to, only one met him. We went to Singapore once. Yeah, your father met him. Same trip as India. Yeah. And nobody is, again, black sheep in his family because he married a very close cousin. See... I thought that it, was desired, though. Wasn't he... It's so funny. You're allowed... It has to be a two-gender. It has to be brother and sister. So it has to be... <laughs> when you say it has to be brother and sister, you mean the children of the brother and sister. That's right. But if it's a you brother and brother... Marry brother, brother's... Cousins. So if your first cousins, but both of your related parents are the same gender, it matters? Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. So he married That's... my older auntie's daughter. Okay, but his mother's side. His mother's sister. And that's considered not okay. No, they still don't talk to him. Huh. Uh, well, his children are doing very well. His daughter is doing medicine in so England. So he, he married his cousin on his mother's side on her mother's side, yeah. and they were first cousins, and yeah. that wasn't okay. But no. if he'd married his first cousin on his mother's side, on her father's side, it would be fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're on that's... the same page. So that that's uh, because she had two sons. Right. She really wanted a daughter. That's why she had third child. Mm-hmm. But my case was different. There's nothing like that. Right. You right. literally I married someone. I had a boy someone. and a girl. And, but you yeah. also, if we're talking about marriage, you just married a white guy. Yeah. It's a like, different culture. Yeah, well, I come a long way. That's a lot. I come a long way. I had hurdles. 
that I have to step over. Because especially when we're talking about nearness of first cousins, like that's probably as far from that as you could have gone. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But uh, one blessing was that my father agreed. That was uh, mind-blowing for me. When your father went and approached him, no, mm-hmm. immediately he said, okay, you choose the place, whether it's a church wedding or an Indian wedding, we'll do it for you. And then um, Dr. Krishnan got married there mm-hmm. in Adiyar. I don't know whether you remember. I, I remember Adiyar. I used to yeah. go there every morning when we lived in India. No, no, this is a different part of Adiyar, close to the beach. Okay. You never went there. Okay. It's called uh, Ashtalakshmi Temple. It's like north. Okay, yeah, I never went that far. Yeah, not south or something like that. But I love the beach. Beach really takes my stress away. It's like I going do. into a warm bath. The Bay of Bengal is so warm. Oh, man, I can go there by bus, go to the temple. I can walk in hours and hours in the beach. This temple was at the beach. Mm-hmm. And that's where your dad and I got married, near the temple. Okay. Uh, so my, I think uh, Dr. Krishnan arranged it. That's where they got married. We gave him so much money. and But it was done like Indian style. You did like a full Indian wedding when you Indian got married? Indian wedding, yeah, with all the, um, what do you call it? We put a fire on. It's the same tradition. thing. There's a lot of tradition. Uh, tradition, it's also a lot of hidden mantras, which is like a vow. Right. And, but God knows whether he followed. But uh, anyway, that here you say death do us apart. Right. Uh, dust to dust and all those things. Well, I mean, that's kind of like for death um but yeah d- t- until death do us part, part is definitely yeah. part of like western and, european yeah. marriage i think and uh, so when you die they do the same thing dust to dust and okay that these are all mantras comes in our language as well okay yeah it's a similar thing so we did all that but There's, only there thing... is also christian influence in chennai in that it has some of the oldest like supposedly yeah. saint thomas came like after the time of jesus uh, and you... literally lived in south yeah, india none of you met like when we had my again another story we do have a christian influence I agree. in our it's family this... yeah but it's again taboo we will go and attend for the their celebration okay but we won't recognize them as our relatives because huh. they change religion, but I keep in touch with everybody, so I have everybody. Everyone email. that will keep in yeah, touch with you. Yeah, they all died, but I still will go and take a sorry, go and meet her and talk to her till she died. Mm-hmm. All the people they died a month after I meet them because I came here and they're gone. Mm-hmm. So I make sure none of the children did, whether my cousins or myself. They always looked after their own immediate family. So Christian influence, uh, we didn't have any Muslims, but I went to school with everybody. So It's, it's also the largest concentration of Muslims in the world, I believe, in that's India. That's right. Yeah, that's how the Pakistan started, right? Well, even after the splitting of Pakistan, there's still more Muslims in India than there are in yeah, Pakistan, yeah. to my knowledge. I went to a convent school, Catholic convent school. I have a Christian this side, Muslim this side. Yeah. I went to school with everybody. And I had your family was, was um, Hindu, right? Yeah, very Hindu. Yeah. yeah, I think out of my whole family, I'm the only one would know how to do the prayer, how to uh, 
I was very much attached to my culture, my mm -hmm. uh, language, mm -hmm. because my great-grandparents came from Andhra to Tamil Nadu. So my father makes sure that we speak our language. That's what Punjabi people do that at home. Mm -hmm. I cannot say sorry or mom, nothing at home. My father would right away say, are you born in the foreign guy? What? Are you a... Are you born in a foreign land? In a foreign uh, person. From a foreign person. From a foreign person. You're born as a Telugu, you speak Telugu at home. Got you. Yet this guy wanted me to be a doctor and right. learn everything. And uh, So you were born as a Telugu, you, you spoke Telugu at home. Yes, all the time. But you also spoke Tamil. I'm very fluent in Tamil because I went to school into a different province. Right. And I dealt with... So technically your family's from Andhra? Yeah. I see. But then you lived and grew up in Chennai. My Both my parents were born in, in Tamil, Nadu. Tamil Nadu. Yeah, yeah. my father was born in Triplicane. My mom was born in um, Washington Pet. I don't know whether you know. I don't know whether that is. Uh, I can look it up later. Yeah, Washington Pet is uh, not too far from Thiruvathur. Okay. But the reason we moved to Thiruvathur, it's like might I move to Sukh. Right. Cheaper, quieter. Yep. That's where it was. It was all full of Brahmin and temple and all those. That's why I had very much into that culture. Um, I, it's, it's very difficult to explain. I am the one you would think is a mixed, bo mixed um, culture. Like I, I could speak few languages. I pick up my dancing career and my parents didn't want to i could play instrument without paying a penny to anyone i learned from parents mm -hmm. not parents friends because they all come from a brahmin family traditionally they have to learn how to sing how to say prayer so i watch from them and i learn but unfortunately none of my kids or my grandkids wouldn't be, but you never know. Mm -hmm. I'm just yeah. sort of writing down yeah. um, times I think you've and had enough. And such. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we're we're very close. There's yeah. probably like ten. Is there anything else you want to know? Um, tell me more about your marriage to dad, because you're mentioning that you got married down at the temple by the beach in like the eastern part of Adyar, yeah. I guess. Yeah, but uh, we lived like Indian people. He's the man. He would do it. His way or no way, and even for the raising my tray mm -hmm. when she was a baby. That was your first child. First child, no, I can't do certain things. She can do whatever she wants, mm -hmm. and this is a baby we are talking about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he won't buy anything I want. He would go once a week, do shopping in Pondi. His mm -hmm. excuse was, I can bicycle, you can't, so you stay home. Right. And that's his day to spend with his friends. Mm -hmm. He would take both kids to show them to them. Yeah. He'd have a lunch at one place or ashram or... Sure. But tell me tell me more about your your marriage in India. Um, there's nothing to tell. All right. Fair enough. What was, what was the ceremony like? Oh, that was usually Indian marriages of four days. Yep. Uh, and we got married, oh, maybe two hours. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dad said, no, we we didn't even stay. They want to do the first night. And he says, no, we're going back. 
So we got the last bus. We got home one o'clock in the morning. When you when you say we're going back, back to where? From um, Adyar. Mm -hmm. To Oroville? Uh, to Oroville, yeah. That's where we stayed. And in so many ways, it's a blessing. My marriage wouldn't have lasted with them if I would have been in Pondicherry. Right. Because he was really, really arrogant. His way of doing things. And I have nowhere to go and cry. It's not my parents selected. I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone who came to the wedding said, oh, let's see how long this wedding is going to last. They didn't even hide it. They said it in Telugu right where I could hear it. And it was just, I didn't have any jewelry on. It's what the younger girl really dreams of for a wedding. If you watch any of the Indian wedding, you have so many saris for so many different uh, traditions. In the morning you wear one, and during the wedding you wear one, and in the evening you wear one, you wear a different one for first night. And I didn't even get one. <laughs> so <laughs> it was an old white sorry. They dip it in um, turmeric powder. To make it and yellow? dry it up. Yeah, it's the idea is so many people come to bless. Okay. You're very close. You don't know who has what. So turmeric it's helps you. Antibacterial. Antibacterial. Uh, so that's why they do that. And then after the wedding, they wash that really dry. It's white, right? Bleached. And they fold it and keep it. When you have a first child, they make a little bed out of it. I don't know what you call them. Interesting. Like yeah, a hammock. They, they tie it. To the ceiling. Ceiling. And they put the baby to sleep there. Like a, like a hammock. Hammock, like You yeah, swaddle the exactly, baby. Exactly, yeah. And then they would have a little piece of wood put it so that the baby can breathe otherwise the baby roll over right and if the piece of cloth just goes like this right like wraps and swaddles the baby yeah so what they do is they open it up okay a little bit tough so that she gets she or he can breathe gets uh, fresh air and that's what the woods for and that's that makes a sense. proper way of putting the baby to sleep for 10 days at least okay nowadays they're all making a little crib out of silver so oh, that's yeah that's what the actor and actress does got you uh it's a big thing and the middle age middle class people trying to do the same thing sounds like it would bankrupt you so it was just yeah yeah they do that too it just um it's not a woman we lived like indian people let's say that way he he was white but he decided when to have sex when not to but I was never allowed to have a maid, so I have to manage everything. And uh, then we had 18 fruit trees. Sometimes the windmill works. The wind was good, so our water is overflowing. We don't want to waste it. I get up 2 in the morning and run around the garden watering so that that water doesn't go waste. We had a tank, but the tank overflow, you can hear it. So you could just go and water all the plants with it. So it's practically was cooking, taking care of my kids, washing clothes, and taking care of the garden. I love the garden. So I liked it. So is my tree. Mm -hmm. We had guava trees and chiku and What's chiku? custard apple. Chiku is a brown, I don't know what they call it. We call it sapota. 
the black seed in is them. Is it like a sitaparam? Sitaparam is a lot of black seed. This one had only three seeds. Oh. It's a brown color. We call it, people call it here chiku. Okay. Chiku means friend, right? Oh. For Spanish. I didn't know that. Okay. Chica or chiku or something. Anyway, so yeah. a similar sort of root, I yeah. guess. We had all that tree, curry leaves tree, banana coming out of our uh, ears. It's not uh, eating banana, it's a cooking banana. Mm -hmm. So I would cook uh, banana flour, banana. Uh, that's the healthiest meal you can have. It has so many things for your body. Mm -hmm. uh, but people don't know how to cook it. But I learned. And I... Uh, I didn't even know how to cook rice when I married dad. All I had a little electric stove, but I was pregnant. I had no food. All I craved for, uh, I would have a bottle of pickle. Once a week, dad take me out to Pondy so that I can have some meat. Mm -hmm. I didn't like the meat because I was raised as a vegetarian, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, it was tough. But I would get shocked so many times. I was, I didn't understand it's electricity. I had a stainless pot in there and I'll put an aluminum uh, thing to stir it. I'll get shocked because it's electric. <laughs> oh, I learned everything hard way. That sucks. Yeah, I, uh, I taught myself how to cook and right. what goes on. Nowadays, you guys have internet. Yeah, you can literally YouTube it. Yeah. But in India, everything is uh, hand-eye coordination. What Nobody you... knows how to make summer. Right. It's literally like, here's how you do it. Yeah. And you just watch. this and pinch of that. And if that didn't work, put an extra pinch next time. But this time, somebody has to eat that, right? Right. But all I got in Auroville Kitchen would be, I don't go alone to eat. I wait till dad comes from a matmander. And he's the last one to leave. He was working with construction on He was in right? charge. By this time, I married him construction. Yeah, they were still doing construction. They were making uh, concrete blocks so that they lift it up and somebody have to stay overnight to water it every few hours. Oh, to make sure the concrete doesn't oh, break? Oh, yeah. The dad usually did that job. And I'd go and give him a company and we'll come home maybe 1230 or something. Then the... Uh, it cools down, and somebody will take care of it at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Then all the other people will go there at 8, 8.30. Actually, it's kind of sweet that you would go and keep them company. Oh, boy. I was the first one to climb on Matumender on the ladder. I was passing the concrete. I never got married to your daughter, I have a dad. I this had was one, before you got married to dad. One of, yeah, I went there because I really felt like home. Mm -hmm. I was literally worked hard to be around ashram. There's a Telugu people. There was one Telugu guy. He's the reason I stayed there two weeks. Huh. Uh, but my aunt found out because my aunt is the one. She's distant cousin to my mom. Okay. I was supposed to marry her brother. That's her son or her brother? Her brother. That sounds much older than you. He's older, yeah. Huh. Not that old. Okay. But uh, he worked in Thiruvathur, and you'd come to my place. Uh, he may be 25 or something. I was 18. Oh, so not that much older at all. Not that. He was a late child. I see. But uh, his sister was a lot older, and she stayed in the ashram. Mm -hmm. She was a very wealthy family, all my mom's family. And they are near Kadalore. 
they have a lands and lands they don't know and she was the eldest daughter and they married her to this engineer he is very much attached to Asha mm-hmm. he didn't know how to swim and he had to go into the well to do something and he slipped and fell and he died there and she had a uh, older son was i don't think you met him he was uh, two and a half and the uh, the little girl was nine months old mm-hmm. uh, when he died she refused to marry again her parents wanted to remarry and she said no i want to be in the ashram because he gave a lot a lot of money uh, to the ashram at that time we are talking about hmm, i'm 65 so 50 years ago right long before i came to that age to meet them mm-hmm. and then at that time somebody really understood and joined her she still when i married your dad she's still in the embroidery section and she spoke bengali but she's the only one left outside the ashram she didn't live in the ashram mm-hmm. facility they uh, paid her rent to stay for her to stay normal off like home. outside right uh, somewhere apartment so. so so you actually came to the ashram in orville just because you liked the ashram in orville no no i came to write my um, medical exam first year medical was there there was a college there right yeah jipmer is the excellent one it's supposed to be like one of the oldest one of the best but it's changing now because cool. yeah so you went to apply the, to medical well, school well i had 100% 100% into all my practicum chemistry right like biology, all your high school exams whatever. no this is a university we call it but it's a college first right okay yeah. we do a different education system there you right. do grade 11 yeah and the grade 12 would be pre university right but you literally go to university to do it got you it's such a different caliber you talk with your hands so much it's I know. don't even worry about bumping the mic but yeah. just so people listening know like yeah. you bump the mic when you gesture with your hands sometimes it's actually yeah, quite charming yeah that's the way we are right we always have gestures and mm-hmm. you know out of all the people uh-huh and they'll nod their head yep. down up and down and uh, left to right they all have meanings yeah yeah and some of them are confusing to me i don't fully understand all of the different indian head well, nods you were the luckiest one you stayed the 5 months and lived like indian yeah that was an interesting experience for sure yeah. i'm really grateful that i had that So how did you like it intimates? Leave your comments on facebook.com/intimateinteractions or directly on patreon.com/victorsalmon. Both communities are easy to find from intimatepodcast.com. So what are you waiting for? Go join the free intimates community and start connecting with others. I'll see you on there. Disclaimer. I apologize if I said something that hit a nerve or played off a hateful idea or stereotype. I'm open to being called in. Chances are in 6 months I'll look back aghast and see something problematic I've since grown from. I'm certainly not perfect, but I am trying to be mindful of the voices I lift up and the perspectives I encourage. You can email feedback to podcast@victorsalmon.com. Thanks for your kindness. Attribution. The tracks I use are published under the Creative Commons Attribution License. The intro track was Lost Souls by Portrayal and the outro track was Resurrection by Uncle Milk. land acknowledgement I apologize first for any pronunciations I might butcher I wanted to acknowledge that I recorded this podcast on the unceded traditional Coast Salish territories 
of the Musqueam, Kwantlen, Stazuminus, Stolo, Sawasan, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Shout out to the Sekwepmek Nation, on whose land I got my degree, considering the Kamloops Indian Residential School closed only in 1996 when I was 10, I have found nothing but unending patience and kindness in the Tekemlupste Sekwepmek folks with whom I've interacted. Let's never forget genocide in the hope we don't make the same dehumanizing, cruel mistakes again. Thank you.